Ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen and ladies, welcome to another week, another episode of the Medicine Ball Podcast. You could have chose to spend your time anywhere. You rock with me today. Thank you. I never take that lightly. Before we get into it, let my beat drop. Yes, yes, that's right. Welcome to Medicine Ball with your boy LS3 to be exact. And if you ain't in shape, at least your brain should be. Welcome. Ladies and gentlemen to the Medicine Ball Podcast where we focus on giving your brain a six pack by exercising your mind. Now exercising your mind means that you actively think about and deal with all situations by first seeking to do anything other than what you are normally programmed and or comfortable in doing. Now if you're someone who struggles and wants to get better at thinking about things beforehand as opposed to reacting in ways that require less effort, well just like anything you want to get better at, it does require training practice and work now i'm well aware that thinking about things beforehand as opposed to responding off instinct does require effort and who doesn't prefer things that are easy well the first step my friends can be very easy and that's to begin to look at all things from an unbiased point of view which in itself will increase your curiosity in life now exercising your mind won't give you all the answers you will however begin to look at things with more peace understanding and patience while simultaneously equipping yourself with more tools and strategies to help you effectively deal with this thing called life now before we go any further i'm no doctor no psychiatrist no psychologist i have however been diagnosed with bipolar disorder level one for 16 years and to be honest i got to a point in my life where i was looking at the person i was becoming versus the person i wanted to be and that among other things required me to look at my mental health responsibly so whether or not you're diagnosed or know someone who's diagnosed or have symptoms or just want to know more about it it doesn't matter maybe you're one of the many people who could just use some tips tricks and different ideas to help you get through day-to-day life pull up a seat kick up your feet this is your family man welcome home no judgment zone this week's episode episode 510 510 like or lick depending on how you pronounce it l-i-k but it's an acronym love is kind so let's get into it this week episode 510 love is kind let's go let's go welcome ladies and gentlemen gentlemen and ladies to another week another episode of the medicine ball podcast i'm your host ls3 real quick call to action like this subscribe to this share this or take your time to reach out to me by checking out the website, www.medicineballls3.com or the Wisdom app where you can ask me questions or on my Instagram, Facebook groups, all Medicine Ball LS3. Give me some ideas. Give me some topics. Let me know what I can do to be of better service to you all. Also, take some time to follow everybody's favorite dog, Mamba. And that's on Instagram at that guy Mamba. I'm pretty sure that's on Facebook as well. As we continue to grow with the podcast, I am coming up with these interviews. And I'll actually speak to my first interview, which is going to happen next week. But I'll wait a couple of minutes because it's actually going to relate to this episode as we talk about love. Merchandise, please make sure that, you know, I have an Instagram shop. I have a Facebook shop as well. If you're interested in the merchandise, please go check it out there as well as the website. I try to keep pieces on hand but i try to also match the demand that's there so uh please that's still open it supports me that money goes back into the show and developing this whole medicine ball campaign we got going on so don't forget about that i don't want to spend too much time with the formalities on this episode because uh i have a few things i want to say about it so uh as i just spoke to uh if you know if you've been following the podcast you know about my trip across country uh 
my frat brother Jay Easy, who I speak to. If you follow me offline, you've seen us do like wisdom together. I think we've done a couple of lives together. But long story short, somebody I look up to, a great man. I spoke previously to the things about him that I admire. No need for that, but. Long story short, after I left, me and him was kind of, and, and in retrospect, it, it's big brother, little brother, right? And one thing that I understood when we had our, our riff is, like, there's nothing he could do to make me, like, ever turn my back on him or ever have any resentment towards him because he's done so much. And he, just the man he is, you know what I'm saying? I got that kind of loyalty uh, to him. So I think I had mentioned like going back to, you know, visit the area where he actually lives that he introduced me to in the first place and us kind of falling apart and me going back to visit and making attempts to reach out and just not really getting anything from him. Well, long story short, about two or three days ago, I get a phone call from him talking about, hey, I need a jump for my car. And I'm like, where, well, where are you? And he's here. So that gave us some time to get up with each other, talk, meet, help him with his situation and get to a better place. So he is going to be one of the first people that I feature. And I'm trying to put it together right now, working with the engineer and the technical side with the microphones and everything to how we're going to do that interview. But he's going to be one of the first people that I, uh, he is going to be the first person I do uh, an interview with on this season of the Medicine Ball podcast. Now, with that being said, me and him have a mutual friend and we all hold each other accountable. But, you know, the mutual friend who I don't know if I mentioned his name or not, but that's not important. What's important is in an attempt for us to grow and be better individuals and hold each other accountable. We have these conversations and just in the arbitrary conversation I was having with him at one point about Jay Easy, who I who I love, um, you know, this whole idea of love coming up and as men, you know what I mean? Sometimes, especially from our background, which is very diverse, but just from the African-American background, we don't express enough emotion. And so I think I mentioned on a previous episode to where like through that conversation that made me just want to hit up Jay and be like, yo, whatever it is, bro, I love you. And then lo and behold, he had he totaled his car like a day or two later and it was really bad. So. I just wanted to point to that and build up on this episode, which is Love is Kind. And, um, you know, I thought it would be dope to let you guys know who have been following the story and everything that's been going on, how that is going and how love can be used every day. Right. So back to, you know, my guy I talked to, I call him Jackpot. Right. When we were talking about this whole love thing, one thing he always kind of picks at me about or laughs about is, I guess one time we was having a conversation where he may have been asking my advice on something and I may have done said something that was absurd, right? Um, and when I say absurd, I mean absurd for the circumstance. So like this person may have dealt with you harshly. What do I do? And I'm just like, yo, be patient with them. So it's absurd and from that point of view. And when I go into talking about spirituality and, you know, this whole idea of the upside down kingdom and not being of this world, you know, I often speak on how if you're actually a believer and trying to follow the things that Jesus laid forth, it's going to be odd in, in today's society. And so I guess in that conversation, I might have been like, love, the world needs love, Craig, right? So he always picks at me about that. But the world does need love. And I broke this episode down into three segments, and that's the first one. The first segment is the world needs love. 
The world needs love, Craig. That's what we got to say. The world needs love, Craig. Seriously. And this was never more prevalent to me than, you know, I'm into docu-series and whatnot. And the name of the series is Hostage or Captive. It's on Netflix. And I believe like the last episode in the series, and forgive me, I can't remember their name, but go do some research. And I can't think of anything that is more of the epitome of like, what does it mean? And to get into this, but there were two missionaries from London or something. If y'all watch it, y'all probably know. Long story short, I believe they're in the Philippines. I can't remember, but they were doing missionary work and they got kidnapped and they were held captive like a year plus, I want to say, or I can't get on that. But the whole thing that stuck out to me were here were two people who were trying to do God's work, quote unquote, what we as humans would call God's work, missionaries. And the world needs love, Craig, because I understand that we in this culture where the first thing people go to say is um, they ain't have no business being there. I already know, but I'm going to wait that to my to my second point, which is what what is love? But pause for a second. But anyway, these people were doing that work. They got held captive and they were trying to negotiate, uh, you know, a, a, a hostage a ransom or whatnot. And. And it's not even, and so don't take my laughing wrong. I explained it in, in, in the Joker, like how it, it's just like, it's it's a nervous tick. But it's like, the people who went in there who would rescue them shot the husband, killed the husband and shot the, the lady. Not their captors. And even within that, the lady said, yo, I had to tell myself who the bad guys were. The bad guys are the guys who are feeding us and protecting us every day. And the good guys are the guys who are coming in shooting at us. And I just want y'all to pause and think about that. The world needs love. And she got down into Psalms 100 um, on the day that this happened where her husband was shot. And he said, yo, you got to do the Lord's work joyfully. You feel me? So I can't think about nothing more. That's the conundrum because I realize there are people who aren't believers and atheists who are going to be like, well, yeah, where was God then? I'm going to get into that. My next point. Right. But it's like after he even said that, he said, yo, I'm going to do the, the, the Lord's work joyfully. This is after they've been trekked through the woods and everything. And they praying every day what the world, quote unquote, will say was good, wholesome, religious people. And if you're not really putting in thought into it and you're, you know, in the in the peanut gallery with your mental health, I can understand how if you're looking at it topically, you could be like, this is why I don't believe in God or whatever. Right. Because it didn't end how you thought it ended. She got shot. He got killed. Doing, quote unquote, the Lord's work. The world needs love. So now let's go into the second part. Right. Social media. <clears throat> And I'm going to show y'all how we pervert, you know what I'm saying, the Lord's word. Hold on, let me make sure my phone is silent real quick because I know I'm about to get on one. And I don't want to be interrupted. So, like, I talked about previously the golden rule and all of that. And, I, you know, I'm as humans, we're all allowed to adapt and grow. And I think we should always be able to change stance and, you know what I mean, write in pencil bars. Y'all will get it later when it comes to our life, right? So, I feel like it started out being... Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. And then it kind of went to this, 
treat others how you want to be treated. And now our generation amongst what I see is give people the same energy that they give you. The world needs love, Craig. And we're going to get into why that's like real toxic and it's unagreed. The first part is like even that treat people how you are doing to others how you want them to do unto you or treat people how you want to be treated. That is really selfish. I think that's one of the worst things in retrospect that we've been taught in this generation. I feel like that's a household phrase. Treat people how you want to be treated. Now let's pause for that for a second. We 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 medicine ball. That's selfish as hell. How do you know that person wants to be treated like you? The world is beyond you. You see what I'm saying? That's that's a totally selfish way of going about it and I get it now it's bread and if you don't fight through it mentally which we about exercising our mind and fighting through it you going it's just easier to conform to it and just be okay with it but now it's so toxic and the world needs love like I said this on a previous episode man bro it's like a war just like amongst my culture now because I'm gonna be honest with you I'm gonna have to keep it real I'm gonna have to get y'all real love we're gonna talk about it in a minute but other cultures don't, I don't see this amongst other cultures where it's like men versus women is all drag out war. and People like spend time typing correct sentences to go post something and argue with people. The world needs love, Craig. You know what I mean? And, and women are the most important thing. And, 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 I, and from a spiritual person who studies and understands that like the Trinity is a man and you shouldn't worship a money. Let me explain what I mean by that. Y'all have a lot of power. You, you, you give, you know, recreation. So I got to hold y'all to a standard. And the only thing that be sticking out in my mind sometimes, and I get it, y'all are hurt, but we need all together to fight through these painful things for the better good. The world needs love. And I just keep thinking about Andre 3000. I hate to think that these the future mother of our children. And everybody knows what the next line is, but not even for that reason. So much anger. And it's a fine line between passion and anger. And it's these gender things. And like, the world needs love, Craig. I'll be offline laughing. So they got this thing out that's called, I can't remember, is it Gentle Girl Year? Or I'm into my feminine? I don't know. Something. Y'all know what it is when y'all listen to this. My good girl or um, my feminine. Something about it's supposed to be about femininity, right? But I'm what saw a post that said, so what is a man? Hold up. I'm gonna pause the episode, but hold up. I'm glad I paused to get it. I'm glad I paused to get it. Soft girl era. <laughs> so somebody asks, what is soft girl era to y'all? And I'm just looking at the ladies' responses. Soft girl era is whatever you want it to be. <clears throat> That's what I'm thinking. Soft girl era means stepping into the latest you and, and just a whole bunch of masculine, like on the opposite of soft responses, right? The world needs love, Craig. And like, I got sisters. I'm smart enough. You know what I mean? Just, okay, so you keep it moving. But the world needs love, Craig, right? Um, I have a person who I am friends with on Facebook who's an atheist and, you know, I don't believe in that. I don't think it's right, but I'm open to just see like what their point of view is. And I saw him run up on somebody who like 
first of all, it was all left. The world needs love, but it was a homeless guy, and he had this thing, like, you should repent for your sins for these reasons, and it was a list of things, and, like, homosexuality was on there, but it was spelled wrong, you feel me? So, the world needs love, Craig. So, that was the first flag. It was spelled wrong, but... He, he, he comes and walks up to this guy. He's like, yeah, you know in the Bible that genocide is in the Bible. And I'm like, Craggy? Yeah, your, your, your Bible teaches genocide. And this guy got a lot of followers, a lot of posts. And I'm like, the world needs love because no, bro, you're taking it out of context. He's doing the things that you're saying that he's okay. It's, the world needs love, Craig, right? So that's the first part. And just look at it to the left and the right. And I just like one of my favorite movies, Tropical Thunder with Will Ferrell, E-L-E, Everybody Love Everybody. Even as a manager, I already always preach that. And I know it's corny, but bro, love is the answer. Love is kind. So let's get into the second part of, of this because it's going to turn into some preaching because that's the spiritual part of it. But the second segment, what is love, right? Well, you know me. Let's take it to the biblical, right? Because I think a lot of people get caught up in this thing with the, well, the Bible was written by this person, da 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 da, man. Yo, check it out. And I believe it much deeper than this, but, bruh, if something's written by a fool, but it contains something that's useful to you, do you just discredit the whole thing? So, what, what does it say, right? Uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 4, right? Uh, love is patient. And kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud. So let's just pause for a second. I can get with that. Anybody got a problem with that? Is that reasonable? Let's continue. Or rude. It does not demand its own way. Right? It is not irritable. And it keeps no record of being wronged. It does not rejoice about injustice. But rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up. Never loses faith is always hopeful and endures through every circumstance. Prophecy and speaking in unknown languages and special knowledge will become useless, but love will last forever. So I just want to pause. It goes a little bit further than that, but let's just build on this biblical aspect. So we see what the Bible has to say about it. So a lot of people who, you know, may not be believers or, you know, criticize or condemn even the churches or certain religions, right off the bat, you barking up the wrong tree. Paul, side note, so I can give y'all a little story about my grandmother, about things that stuck up. So my grandmother was real. <laughs> this joint is so funny. My grandmother was just real big on like traveling and going on trips or whatever. And for whatever reason, we were going, I guess, maybe to see my cousin play at the University of Tennessee, but we were in Tennessee where they didn't have very many radio stations. I'm very, very young. All this technology is not out, right? This is like early 90s. <laughs> and my grandmother was religious, and I just remembered that um, we landed on this station with one of them old school, like, white pastors. He was he was just going going on about like this right here, huh? And, uh, yeah, you got to go about this way, da, 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 right? And he was rambling and whatnot. And I remember one time he was like, and if you don't know that love is the only way, then you're barking up the wrong tree. And my grandmother, that she was so tickled by that, but like that stuck up in my, my mind. Like, yo, if you don't know love is the way, you barking up the wrong tree. So when we get to um, 
what is love and condemning other people's religion, you already barking up the wrong tree. And let's get into that. Why is it so easy to bark up the wrong tree? Well, for my believers out here, Christian believers, and just people who want to hear in general, let's just do it logically. And I'm just breaking it down like this. I pray before this, and I'm not taking guy like lightly at all but just like i'm gonna do it in a relatable way like because even the way that i'm talking about it gets me excited maybe this will give you some you know what i'm saying motivation to be like yo why is he so interested in this so look let's just use logic because i know some people are just logical in the beginning it was adam and eve right so there's only two people right Layman's, we just keeping it basic. I'm skipping a bunch of stuff, but long story short, God gave us a divine command. And if I wanted to get deeper, it has to do with the sin of seeking too much knowledge, which is a whole nother story. But yo, just don't do this. I gave you everything, right? And we did it. So even right there, this idea of love, uh, agape love. And went from my spiritual side, I kept seeing this and got into it and got to understand it. It's a different kind of love that we as humans can't even understand. So when we be trying to say stuff like, yo, why does God allow that? Even that story I told about those two people who was on that mission thing, I like was shedding a tear. And I really paused that episode to think about that because I was like, yo, this right here is ammo for people who are non-believers. They be like, this is why God don't exist. But then I had to pause myself. God ain't make them people kidnap and shoot. God ain't ask them people for ransom. Humans, we did that. And we so arrogant that we just blow right by it. Oh, look, God allowed them people to get killed. Pause. Humans did that. And he has so much love for us and patience, we can't even understand it. Because as soon as we broke that first thing, Right? Because I'm about to give y'all, I'm about to break this down for y'all, right? So y'all can understand in another way because it helped me a lot with my uh, spiritual journey, right? As soon as we broke his command and entered into sin, right? It was a wrap. He could have right then be like, oh man, and just obliterated us. But he knew from the beginning of time, even though we dirty and we could not be clean, he still just patient to, to, to work with us. So just off of that, two people, we're dirty of sin, all generations came from that, right? So when I was early in my spiritual growth and where I was as a, you know what I'm saying, a believer, I used to be like, yo, why are they putting all this stuff in here? Like, yo, Sam begot her and Mary begot this person and this person begot this person. Uh, bruh, how you think me and you got here on a bigger scale, but lineage matters, Cause that later led to King David and how Jesus was cause it's about his word and him going to make whatever he said happen, happen. But anyway, I'm not going to get too deep on that. So we in sin. So just off of that logic, two dirty people, let's just use it even dumber. We got two dirty people who create everybody else. So we just dirty by habit. And even with that, I used to, you know, teeter because people, I was, I was, I used to tell people like, yo, we, and, it, and it's a tough spill appeal to swallow but like by nature we are evil and people used to be like yo a baby is not evil yo you can't tell me a baby has it nah the opposite think about it you have to teach babies how to share how to be patient you got to teach babies how to you know what i'm saying let their stuff go you, you got to teach adults that too but 
you, you feel what I'm saying? And it'd be a tough pill to swallow, but that's again, us being arrogant as humans when he could just obliterate us. Let's keep the biblical references, right? Because there's standpoints that people know, whether you're a believer or not, which if we looking at it for real, he love us because we should have been obliterated. So we should have been obliterated right then. Even with, uh, I'm not going to skip to that. Let's go next to um, Moses, right? I'm going to get to Noah. But God loves us so much. He he knew, like, we are so dirty, we can't even be in his presence. So for those of you who may not know about the burning bush and why does he appear in this way, we're dirty. And the way that he has it, dirt can't mess with the light. We're going to get evaporated just being in his presence. So that's why he appeared in this way. But long story short, let's just think about this. God up on the mountain giving this man the commandments for all of humanity to live by. And we down on the mountain worshiping a gold goat. Even then, God, who is, he, he was like, oh, man, I'm just about to obliterate everybody, right? And I'm doing lamest terms, but that's pretty much what happened. And Moses was like, yo, please, please let me go down there and be an intercessory between them. You feel what I'm saying? Like, that, he could have obliterated us then. You feel what I'm saying? But it's a different kind of love. And I'm explaining this for a reason. Because... This whole idea about love being kind and love being the answer, and, and I always tell y'all this about medicine ball in general, it's built on the foundation that you want to do things and move and operate in a way that's always acceptable to God first. If you don't operate in that, my strategies might not always apply to you, period. So let's, let's, let's move on to another chance. And these, I'm just using, there's many of references in between that I could give y'all where he could have just been like, man, I'm done with y'all, the Tower of Baal. He knew he was trying. He knew what was up with that, right? And I want to pause on that for a second, bro. When, when, when my man who was online who says, yo, your God preaches genocide. Bro, what were they doing in that, in that city where he obliterated it? And then he skipped right past the story where, you know what I mean? They guys spoke with, I want to say Abram, maybe. I can't believe, I, my bad on the names. But long story, he was like, God, what if I go down there and find five righteous people? Will you go destroy them? You see what I'm saying? It was, God don't got to barter with us, but he loves us so much. He allows us to do things. Man, they was sodomizing, burning kids and all of that. He wasn't allowing that. He obliterated the whole thing where that was going on. So it's like even the person who said that who was the atheist, he took that out of context. He gives us their scriptures about that. The Lord is quick to forgive. We should be thankful that he's quick to forgive, not wanting to obliterate us and wants us to turn to him. He's very patient with us. It's a different kind of love. And there's an episode I did, LOL Lens of Love, that explains this more. So when we talk about love, man, we, we can't be trying to go about defining it in this human way because we as humans, bro, let's let's move on to something somebody a lot of people speak to, and that's Noah, right? Um, Noah with the ark, right? People just blurt through it. The fact that God allowed, like he said, oh, he destroyed all the humans, bro. He allowed them on the on the ark. Like, that's his grace. He ain't obliterate everybody. There were still family and people able to recreate on the ark. Now, it's really deeper than that on what happened with the flooding of the earth and whatnot. But it's just like, we got to realize that, like, love is not forceful. Where in there does it say, yo, I make you love me? So when we want to be on this side to be like, well, why does God allow this to happen? Well, why doesn't God just do this? 
He's way more than powerful, but love is not like when you got love for somebody, you want to allow them, even if it hurts them. And it's a love we can't understand. And that's why I'm using these biblical references to live their life. Even me, when I speak to people who are younger than me and I see them doing things that I know is not good, I always am, what is love? Love is kind. So it's like, just because I went through some experiences and I'm knowledgeable about it, like that doesn't give me the right to go take somebody else's chance to go through them and, and knowledgeable and be and get, gain knowledge about it within reason, as long as it don't harm them, right? Or harm others. But it's just like, we have to understand because a majority of the people who listen to this, a majority of the people who are my friends, like I give you more, bro, because this quote unquote, which I'm just going to keep it real, bro. It's witchcraft. This witchcraft moon new year just happened. Right. And I see people on social media, all the world needs love, Craig. Right. I see people on social media all the time who be like, yo, God, thank you for this. Or God, I need this. Or my, you can't tell me nothing about my God. And in the very next post, be like, yo, I can't wait to go bury my stones for this new moon. <laughs> and go right up. Some, some, some people. So now I respect the people within reason who is just like not doing that. Like, cause I know, I know people who, are into that but you're not gonna go see them post up publicly they're aware enough to realize like yo it don't make sense to say this about god and then be like yo but i'm gonna go manifest some money i got faith but i'm gonna go do this wish dance right so people go post that god should be like it's biblical he should be striking us down for all of this and my thing is i made a post and I wasn't trying to preach, but I was like, yo, nowhere in the Bible does it say all of these people who say, thank God, pray and all of this stuff. And God still will let us do that, even though we sinners, bro. It's a glove we can't understand. But, yo, God doesn't say keep the same energy that people keep with you. He say pray for your enemies. What if God kept your same energy? And only reached out to you and helped us when we wanted to. What if he just decided he ain't want to let you walk the day? And I mean, I ain't trying to take it light, but like, yo, I don't, I don't want you. You think about your lights and your bills, bro. You can't use your lower extremities today. You paralyze. Think about that. So what is love? I gave y'all the definition. First Corinthians 13, 4. Go look it up. Because that's where we coming from. We as humans is selfish. And if we, like, it's no way you can even give a definition of love unless you pause for a second and think. And I know that the world is fast paced. Right? And if you're a believer, we not, <laughs> we the world is Satan's. And we got to realize, like, yo, Satan don't sleep. When we wake up, but immediately everything obliterates you. You know what I'm saying? So a young lady I was talking to, it used to bother me in the morning, straight to Facebook with just ratchet and and I don't want to be that guy, but it's just like, bro, I don't want to hear as soon as I get up some someone judge math is about divorce or something about some celebrities who don't give a damn about you. You feel what I'm saying? Like, so we start get obliterated with all of that. And if you don't fight through it and be aware of it, Love is kind. Lead with that. But it's a lot more. It's patience, bro. It's not you. Long story short, it's bigger than you. So I gave y'all some of the things, but segment three, man, how can we give more love? I talked about it a lot. I went on a little preaching rant, but 
I think it's important to really like, and I know we just blow through it, bro, but like a lot of stuff that comes with mindfulness and being a thoughtful person, I'll give y'all an example. So shout out to my brother, you know what I'm saying? He He's dope with what he does with the, with the shoes, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You know what I'm saying? Long story short. I love that man. Like, it's nothing he could do wrong. And I even mention sometimes, like, I know he's in a competition to me, but I don't see it that way. So my mother, you know what I'm saying? She's older. She needs, you know what I'm saying? He, it, the store is an hour away. And I've asked my brother, Mamba, you stink. <laughs> I've asked my brother multiple times, like, yo, shoot me the address of the store. But see, I'm still loving brother, and I realize he'd be like, yo, what's up at the mall of Georgia? I realize bars, that's him kind of like posturing on me, and I don't mind it, right? So my father is so proud of this, man. My mother is, and they should be. But long story short, my mom got wanted to get me involved to go up to the store, and I was giving her some feedback about like, yo, I'm big, bro. I realize what he did, and this is what I said to her, um, and this is real. About love. And, and and the point of this is like how you could cultivate love, right? And the first part is to like, you got to understand some things, accept some things, and be willing to forgive. Forgiveness don't have nothing to do with reconciliation. Bookmark that. So finally, I said to my mom after I was trying to explain some stuff, I was like, y'all got to understand. And I meant her and my father, who I love and I have forgiven. When I started doing my music, <clears throat> and even as a party promoter, all I heard was, this a hobby. You're wasting your money. What are you doing? This ain't nothing. Why don't you do this? And I'm an insightful person. This is me talking to my mom. I was like, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a smarter person. You know what I'm saying? And even my mom now realized, like, yo, bro, you, you kind of smart. But anyway, I'm like, and so I saw what that led me to and you know what I'm saying what I had to go through and deep down honest enough to say I, I was hurt by that and wanted it because then on a retrospect here I see my brother with something that's sneakers and even from my dad point of view I remember my dad early on he tried to do the same thing he did with my music but to my brother he was like man don't let the sneakers pimp you wear the sneakers right but that shifted really quick to cultivation yo you're doing something oh I'm behind you I'm, my parents ain't never been in my studios, right? And I'm showing y'all my healing process, and, and I'm getting to a bigger point. But I'm seeing what happens, and I'm telling my mom this, when, when, when your parents are behind you from day flipping one. This dude got a store, and I'm damn power proud of him. He got a store in the Mall of Georgia next to flipping vans. like I, I, And it's cracking. And another store about to pop. But I'm not jealous because I have grown spiritually and I know what love is, but I'm explaining to my mother. So when y'all are asking me to get involved with y'all going to support him, I just ask that you pause and realize that I'm mature enough to mentally go through that. But what I'm thinking and what I'm feeling, I'm watching what happens when they pour into you and when they love you and when they support you all the way. And these are just facts versus somebody who was told no and that's why i'm a darn good music producer and know what i'm doing behind these effects 
because I just happened to be, and that's the reason I'm Mr. Medicine Ball, humbly, is because I had a resilience. That's why I'm trying to break intergenerational trauma. That's another story, but it's just like, versus me who had to really get that off the mud. My father just now respect what I do with the music because I know the issues fire when I be on it. So I told her that and I said, but check this out. I'm mentally aware enough to know that, mom, you might not might not be the best at organizing a trip all the way up to the mall of Georgia. I'm driving and I'm going to I'm I'm big enough. That's love. It's bigger than me. Rest in peace. You know, take off. Do this ish for the fam because they is bigger than me. Bigger mama. Right. You have to step outside yourself. This is the main thing you could do to start cultivating it. And really before that, it starts with mindfulness, man. Don't let your mind just take off. You control it. And if we don't fight through some of this stuff that we've all, regardless of race, gender, and ethnicity have been, because even, I ain't gonna get that. But if you don't fight through it, like we're in a world where love is not the way. So unfortunately, in order to do something loving, it's going to look different from everything else. It's going to be hard to swallow your pride and just be like, F it, it's bigger than me. It's going to feel so wrong because we're surrounded by things that constantly tell us and promote the opposite. And we're not even fighting it off. A lot of it you can fight off by, you know, cutting off your TV and whatnot, but it's just like we're bombarded with it. This ain't no sleep. So it really starts with thinking outside of yourself, man. No, don't think, treat others how you want to be treated at all. It should be, how does this individual want to be treated? And yeah, it's going to be some, 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 some pride swallowing and you're going to look weird from the people in your, and that's a whole nother thing, bro. Let's go into part two. Start to distance yourself from things that don't promote love or either be the person who stands out. I don't like the posts that say, oh, in 2023, I'm giving people the same energy they giving me, 200 likes. I'm not liking that post. Because that ain't right. I seen another post from somebody people respect. I seen this today that said, yo, if you're up, instead of getting upset that your friends don't support you, ask yourself why they're your friends. I was like, no, the world needs love. Start to, I'm not even going to say separate yourself because that ain't love. Be Stand up, bro. Start to say, no, that ain't right. That ain't love. People come to me, man. I say this humbly, man, because I realize what it is. People come to me in these situations where most other people have probably said, yeah, you should cuss him out. Or, yeah, you should be the same way they are with you. Or, yeah, like I got into it with somebody I was talking to. They was like, um, I deal with my family from a distance, right? And, they, and she's talking to me, so she know I think it through. And I'm like, well, that ain't right. That's not love. That's love. That's love. So then after I get into this complicated thing about a comp long conversation about like, you have to know, I broke it all the way down, but you have to know how people are, accept them for that. And because you accept who they are, deal with them. She's like, yeah, that's what I meant. No, that's not what you meant. You didn't say it. Love ain't lazy. In today's society, love is hard. So, man, I want to give you. Okay, I got it. A third one. The third one and the final one, because this whole thing is about cultivating love. So the third part of this was cultivating love. 
The first one was <clears throat> think outside of yourself, right? And it's really loaded because it's pausing, going against the grain. You got to think outside of yourself in situations bigger than you. The second thing was, man, be that reasoning voice of love in, in a society that's going to tell you, you know what I'm saying? Keep the same energy. Do other people like they do you and all that. Nah, that ain't love. You got to be different. So I would say number two is to be different. Number three, you got to know how to love yourself. Now, this is going to lead me to my, because I know I'm going to have to explain this because people will just take stuff and run. Oh, yeah, you got to love yourself. That means you don't do. You have to, first of all, before we get into loving yourself and all of that, you have to spend time on yourself to understand, like, what principles and morals and righteousness and things of that nature that you're going to be firm on. Right. Because if you go into, you know, loving yourself all willy nilly and this, you're going to you're going to be reckless with it. Because there is so much as and all of this goes in the medicine ball, bro, it's no lazy way to do none of this. Right. So even when you're dealing with difficult people. Right. Scripture tells you what scripture say, even the thief cool with a thief. You don't get no cool points for being cool with difficult people, uh, for cool, being cool with people who want to be cool with you. That don't show that you are amicable, amicable person. How you deal with people who are difficult really show who you are, right? But when you come to loving yourself, you have to know um, when dealing with certain people when to draw the line, right? Uh, here's what's really more important. You got to know when to give yourself a pause, and, and, and like, yo, bro, you human. And I'm speaking from this personally because I'm so flipping hard on myself that like I have to. And again, can't be mentally lazy out here, baby. Get you a mental six pack. But uh, I have to tell myself like, bro, pause, chill out. You feel what I'm saying? Look at the things that you have done that are righteous. Quit beating up on yourself. A lot of times we beat up on ourselves so much that. If you're not careful, it's going to make you a bitter person. You're going to be Oscar the Grouch. Right? So even before it goes into knowing when enough is enough in certain situations, man, you got to give yourself some ceiling, man. People don't get themselves a ceiling. That's why I'm careful with my verbiage. Always. Um, never. I'm like, yo, don't say that. You, you're not a robot. Love yourself. All right? So that was three points, three segments. I hope y'all got it. Love is kind, though, overall, man. So going to this week, lick. Licking, folks. Liking, however you want to pronounce it. L-I-K. Being kind to people. And like I said this year, I want to focus on, um, you know, letting y'all know two things we should always be trying to do every day is learn something and lessen the suffering of somebody else in some way. All right? Y'all stay up. This ran a little bit over. I'm going to get my man Jay Easy on next week. We're going to get into some really interesting things. Mama done come about the cage. He done been ripping gas the whole time. I love y'all. Yo, y'all interact with me, please. First person to ask me a mental health question that I have never interacted with before, I'm going to get you some type of merchandise that's on everything. Y'all stay up. I love y'all. Yeah, yeah.